0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Baseball is back. We don't have to tell baseball stories. The baseball insiders celebrating. Let's start right now. Bird, it was all a bunch of noise for nothing. Opening day, April 7th baseball's back everyone's smiling I'm not even mad and uh free agency is here congratulations your life is back to normal buddy good to see you
0: damn straight it is car my phone my phone screen time yesterday was 17 hours and one minute so we're like this is definitely back to normal for me good to be back
1: so how did this happen what's your understanding of how they finally got to a deal
0: yeah. Like we had heard all the reports that there was like the international draft was a holdup in these negotiations, um, toward the end and they were getting close on a lot of different key issues surrounding the CBT. Um, so there was always op- like there was optimism behind the scenes that a deal would get done, but it was also masked with a lot of pessimism at the same time. Um, but they agreed to push back the international draft conversation uh, to a later date, just to get the CBA done because they were, as I said, they were close on a bunch of other issues. Um, and they were able to get a deal done. The owners ratified it 30 to nothing yesterday, which made it official. And then free agency opened up, and it's been just absolute chaos behind the scenes ever since.
1: Yeah. Where's Carlos Correa going? Where's Chris Bryant going? Who's our first signing again? Who, who just uh, up the car? Drew
0: Verhagen signing with the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm, I, uh, I did not have that on my bingo card. So uh, we're, we're over one right now.
1: Yeah. 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 I, so, I think you
0: predicted that on the last pot, didn't you?
1: I did. I, I said that Verhagen was going right to the Cardinals. And I said that when we talked next week, uh it wouldn't actually be next week that we'd be recording on a Friday because baseball was going to finally get there. What's the word shit together and, uh, and get it done. But, I'm kind of mad at myself because logically when I would look at it, the numbers were, they kept on saying it was reported. They're so far away. They're so far away. I'm like, they're not that far away in the grand scheme of things in a billion dollar business, like just half it and be done. And I should have just stuck to my guns. Like they are going to push this into the very last second until they can you know, until a full season is in, in real, real actual jeopardy. And then they're going to, they're going to make the best deal possible. And and that's what happened. Do, do you have any knowledge of like a behind the scenes hero that we should be saluting today?
0: That's something I've been trying to figure out today. Um, I have not heard of that. It just like both sides realized that they were so close to getting a deal done and like, That It it just had to get done, and there was no way they could end up missing regular season games. There was absolutely no freaking chance they were going to end up missing the entire season, Um, although a lot of people did find it weird that uh, Major League Baseball kept setting these deadlines and threatening to cancel games and then also saying at the same time there's still a chance to play 162. They were false threats. Like, let's just call it what it is.
1: Right, fake deadlines, total BS, unnecessary, keep your mouth shut. Exactly. You, you don't, you, you don't, you don't need to try to win the Twitter news war of the moment. It was, it it should have been beneath them, but it wasn't. Um, and whether that helped get to a deal or not, I'm going to speculate that it didn't, but we are here. So I guess maybe there's an outside chance that it did, but it still, it still was not a good look.
0: No, it wasn't. And I'll tell you, um, it's good to have baseball back. And it's also good to like talk about something besides the lockout because, I had a, uh, a friend in baseball, like I texted him asking how he's doing. Um, and he said, I'm doing much better today than I was yesterday at this time. Um, I listened to your pod last week and it made me more depressed at the time. So <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, damn. I mean, I, I can't blame him. Pessimism was surrounding baseball, but yeah, it's, it's nice to hear that kind of feedback from our listeners for sure.
1: So you got your designated hitter, Bert. That's uh, to me, that's the the biggest, uh, at least long-lasting impact of these negotiations, along with 12 teams in the playoffs, which, when it was first reported, it was at 14. So I actually feel like there's a minor win that it's only 12. Uh, so that's that's the deal. Gone are the days of. Carrie Wood hitting two run homers in game seven of the NLCS and Wrigley field going crazy because everyone says, "Ah, I, you know, I I love the argument. It just bothers me, Bert. I, I, why would I want to watch a, a a pitcher hit? Why would I want to watch a great defensive infielder hit? Why would I, there's a lot of guys in the lineup that can't freaking hit. It's not just the damn pitcher. Like, why don't we, should we should everybody be able to hit uh, 30 bombs and, and hit 300? It's part of the game. Sometimes you some you know you you've got there are some pitchers very few but there are some who can actually give you a quality at bat that part of the argument just it bugged me but it it does if I'm trying to see the the bright spot of it it levels the playing field it, that the 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 whole American League has a designated here, the National League doesn't and then you get in the World Series that that was never it didn't make sense at all it universal rules one way or the other uh, and the other part of it is it does elongate the career of some guys who do lose the ability to play the field. So we'll have talented guys hanging around the game longer, which is at the end of the day, a good thing.
0: No, absolutely. It will. And, and to your point with adding the, the universal DH and then not having the pitchers hit, that's also part of major league baseball's effort to make the game more exciting. Um, and they want to have offense. They want to have scoring. And I mean, when you go up to the plate, you see, I don't know, I'll just throw out just a random, I'll throw out just a reliever, Andrew Chafin, just because he's on my mind, because I'm tracking that, his free agency right now. Um, if you see him go to the play, you know it's going to be an automatic out or strikeout, or it's going to be a sacrifice bunt. You know he's not going to put the ball in play. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's good, it's good for the game, I think. It, the traditional baseball lifer is not going to like it very much, um, just because, like, I mean... It's not how the person came up in the game, but you're also going to see the the impact that's going to have in free agency with guys like Kyle Schwarber and Nelson Cruz. I, I still think Cruz is going to end up getting a like a, a one year deal, just because at this point of the career, he's going to end up getting those kind of deals. But Schwarber, he's going to end up having multiple um, multi year offers here. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up getting a very strong deal.
1: Where do you think he goes?
0: Stop my gut still tells me the Phillies because there was a ton of buzz about that before um, the lockout. I've like, as I've said on the podcast before the Rangers were another team that were interested in him before the lockout. Um, But I don't think that is happening anymore because they have their sights set on Clayton Kershaw. I'm pretty sure Kershaw was a, was Rangers first call or like one of their first calls uh, after the lockout here. I've heard the Mets actually like Schwarber. Um, I don't think that is their number one priority at the moment. Um, I think he's on the periphery of what the Marlins are looking to do, but um, there's going to be a lot of NL East teams that are going to be interested in Schwarber. My guess is he ends up somewhere in that division when it's all said and done.
1: Hey, it's, if you're Kyle Schwarber, you're feeling pretty damn good today. No outside of the fact that you resurrected your career last year, you showed that you could hit lead up. Now you get the designated hitter in both leads. Yep. in both leagues. You're you're a rich man, Kyle Schwarber. Congratulations, wherever you go. A very, very, very rich man. Uh, all right. Let's start at the top then here, Bert. What happens with Carlos Correa?
0: Yeah. Correa is going to be a very talked about free agent, um, obviously, for because he's going to end up being the most expensive player on the market. He's looking for a contract that is going to exceed Corey Seager's $325 million deal. Um, and my guess is he ends up doing that, but I just don't know what team is going to end up giving him that deal because the Rangers are going to be out. The Tigers, maybe they try to follow a similar method here to uh, what the Rangers did, adding two premium infielders, but I don't think they're going to end up offering him the deal he wants. Um, the Yankees, like they've been speculated with him a ton, but like they've not been overly aggressive. There's talk about the Dodgers behind the scenes, but I don't think that's particularly likely at this moment. I think Freddie Freeman is a more realistic target. Um, I saw Andrew Baggerly of the of the Athletic mention the Giants as a team that could like, lurk on the periphery. And that's actually something I had thought about, too. I had never, like, actually heard from somebody, but um, I, I, I could see them being, like, somewhat involved. The Angels, like, they said that they were going to poke around on, the, like, the on the bigger players in the market um, before the lockout. And I would imagine they're going to maintain interest. I'm listing off a bunch of teams. Right you've now.
1: literally, you've literally named every team in baseball. And I think you might've named them twice. What's your prediction, Bert. And you haven't said the Cubs either, by the way, and he's been linked to the Cubs a lot. So that's interesting, but go ahead. Yeah. Well,
0: I was going through my 28 teams. I was, I was trying to list <laughs> the last two. So, and, and you, you cut me off like a jerk.
1: <laughs> i'm sorry like, maybe the angels could be the phillies outside chance blue jays uh you know he could you, you didn't say he could I mean, go he back to the call. yeah you, you didn't say go back to the astros dodgers but you know maybe not yeah i'm, like,
0: I'm assuming you've seen all the reports about the cubs today right with correa
1: i just no go ahead tell me
0: uh john morosi um Ended up writing that the Cubs are among the favorites to sign. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah um, no, that's been out there for a while. So, so but no, that's not new. So, no, but like the fact that it's like
0: still prominent. Like, I can't say I've heard that. Um, I mean,
1: okay.
0: I'm not gonna like rule them. I'm not gonna say that they're the favorite. I'm not gonna say that they're not gonna get them. But like, they're interested. I just don't know if they end up getting them.
1: You're you're saying that Morosi is doing a great job trying as hard as he possibly can, but might have it wrong. I'm not saying he's wrong,
0: but I'm not as confident as he is in that information. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I've been hearing Correa uh, and the Cubs at least uh, mentioned for a long time that, uh, you know, they they might go big splash. And, And he, listen, 27 years old, Plays at a premium position. Uh, Nobody believes in clutch players anymore, except for 3% of us. I happen to be in that 3%. He falls in that clutch area for me. Uh, Leadership. There's a, you know, there's a lot to like about Carlos Correa that everybody knows, but I'm just underlining. Um, So for me anytime you sign these huge long-term deals it is just fraught with risk enormous amounts of risk yeah but
0: and and it's like to my point before I rattle off all of those teams that were possibilities for Correa but I don't get the sense that like well, like none of them I don't think are going to be all in on Correa and that makes me wonder if he's not going to get the deal that he wants like the 340, $350 million deal. Cause you you need a big market team. That's just going to be gung ho like all in. I just don't know if he has it. Um, and Scott Boris is going to have his work cut off for him. Cause this is exactly why Correa hired Boris um, during the lockout. And um, I would expect Correa to lurk on the market for, for at least a few days, possibly a week or somewhere in that ballpark there.
1: What, What's your guess on Korea? I don't know. <laughs>
0: That's the thing. Okay. It's like I'm uh yeah, like that is one that legitimately really stumps me. Um I, I, I could not tell you.
1: You you won't even make a guess? No. Guess, Bert. You won't guess. Okay. Can mean you want me to guess? Yeah, I want you to guess.
0: He signs overseas. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll say in the end. It's going to end up being down to the Cubs, the Astros. Um, I'll still say the Yankees just because I don't think they're going to get Freeman and they're going to be tempted to add a big name, but they haven't gotten to that point at least yet
1: from what I understand of Correa. So so you think Correa is going to be a Yankee? Boy, you know what (laughs) I Yeah, no. Uh,
0: I'll say that's unlikely at this point. But we'll we'll see if that changes.
1: So you think he's going to be a Cub? I mean, is he? So you think he's going to be an Astro? He's going he's going to play in Major League
0: Baseball at some point in twenty twenty.
1: I've never seen you skirt something like this, Bird. You are you are you are Correa stumped. Okay, well, things that we do know, just for the record, before we get back into free agency, opening day April seventh, one hundred and sixty two game schedule. Everybody should know this, but I'm just repeating it so we can all have a moment. Spring training opening March 11th. That would be today as we're recording. That's the voluntary report date. They're probably already down there. And then March 13th, two days from now, this coming Sunday, mandatory. Games are starting March the 17th. So March 17th is uh, a week from, it's a Thursday. So coming up in six days, free agency is going on. Playoffs expanded to 12 and uh, Vienna with the DH and the CBT. Which we painfully mentioned earlier goes from 200 and uh, starts at 230 million, goes to 244 million. What do you think of the p- 12 team playoff f- format? T- so, 12 teams make it, 18 go home.
0: It's a lot better than 14 teams making the playoffs because I think that would have been just too much. And 12 is a lot, don't get me wrong. And the owners get what they want in having a, an expanded playoffs and the players get what they want and like not 14 teams um but i don't mind it it's i think playoff baseball is really exciting and it's just adds another chance for um for the game to like market itself because that's something it's really struggled with like they don't know how to market their own stars they don't know how to like maximize their audience and like this is gonna end up being a better way for them to do that um and yeah it's uh There's also something I ended up reading that they're allowing players to like um, team up with like sports betting places to like help market themselves too. I could be phrasing that incorrectly, but like that is a huge move that is not getting talked about a lot or talked about enough um, because sports betting is freaking huge. Um, and it's only going to get bigger and it's, it's, it's literally taking over sports right now.
1: Gambling money. Every, it is, it's, it's taking over sports. It's taking over sports media. It's taking over. Um, I mean, people are getting opportunities right now because of the gambling money uh, that they would, that were not on anyone's radar as of call it even five years ago and, guys like Pat McAfee are getting paid $30 million a year to do a podcast. And, Crazy. Uh, you know, what this is going to look like as far as, you know, part of the things they can do now is have advertisement on uniform. I, it's weird to me that they had to, to bargain with the players on this. I would think the owners would be able to do that unilaterally, but it yeah. was bargained for. So you very, I'm not sure if they'll go that far to put points bet or draft Kings or fan duel on a, on a Jersey, but I haven't read anywhere that they're not they're The gambling sets are not allowed to be on there. So, I mean, yeah. that's like, that, that's, that's super bold, right? You're, you're running around with, this is, this is where you can go on your phone right now and bet on this pitch in the fourth inning to keep you entertained in a four hour baseball game. Uh, as we try to, speed things up, but ultimately baseball is baseball and it's going to take a minute to play a baseball game. So sit back and enjoy it. But here you go. You can gamble right now in your seat or in our sports gambling room slash build out. That's going to be a part of, I would guess many, 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 many stadiums across the entire major leagues.
0: Yeah. And it's funny too. You, you hear the possibility of having like those betting sites on your Jersey. And yet if a player ends up betting, they're going to get a significant, significant yeah. mention like what happened to Calvin Ridley in the NFL. I was talking to, uh, to, to Sean and Mike, uh, before the, before you hopped on here about, uh, Calvin Ridley, cause he was supposed to be traded to the Eagles, but, um, he got suspended the entire year for, for gambling on, on games and, um, still crying tears about that, but, uh, that's for a different podcast, but, um, yeah, like you wonder as these players are going to end up being exposed more to these betting sites, um, like sports gambling in general, if like that ends up happening. I think that's going to be a something we hear about more and more and might end up happening at some point here.
1: I, I want to move to uh, integrity things around gambling, which would also include at least loosely tanking. Do you think that they did enough uh, with, the, with implementing a draft lottery here, Bert? Because some people think that uh, it could have been incentivized incentivized even greater uh with salary floors and whatnot to ensure that teams are not just gonna pay no money and uh and try to lose so you can get a high draft pick and and say you're actually trying to do something move for the future when in essence you're really just kind of almost running a, a bargain basement shop that's making a lot of dough.
0: Yeah. Um that I, I am in agreement with that assessment that they could have done more, but so here's the overall thing of how I view this CBA is the players did really well in it, but they could have gotten more. And I know Evan Drellick over at the athletic made a very similar point um, in saying that they ended up having to make some sort of sacrifices in this deal um, to end up getting it done. Cause it, like in, in negotiations, you have to concede certain things. And I think this is one that they ended up conceding, and like the owners ended up getting more of what they wanted than the players did. Um, So the players weren't able to accomplish this, but I still think it was a win. But I think it could end up being something that the players kind of wish they pushed harder for in the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What is there anything about the deal that you're most excited about?
0: Um, There's a lot, actually.
1: Like, I think teams
0: are going to be more. Incentivized to contend and spend, which is going to be good for the game. Um, The universal DH is something, as we mentioned earlier, that's going to be, it's going to add more excitement, more flair to the game. Um, I I just think this deal is going to be good for competition. And that's something that baseball needed because these teams have been really incentivized by tanking and that limits the playing field. And it's it's really annoying because let's say like I'm here covering a Diamondbacks game because that's the closest stadium to me now. And throw all the Baltimore Orioles are in town, we're looking at two teams with a hundred plus losses. Like that is an absolute bore. Um, and we're going to end up seeing less of that. And also the schedule change where they're going to be, there's going to end up being less divisional games. Um, and there's going to be more like, um, you're going to end up going to different cities and see these teams playing different teams. I think that's going to be really cool. I think that's a really underrated part of the CBA is, is just seeing different matchups. Cause um, watching Albert Pujols or Mike Trout go to St. Louis like once every nine years, Uh, like that's just an example Um, that shouldn't happen. Like that, that should happen more. And and now it's actually going to.
1: Mike, Mike Trout should be the, the white whale for baseball in how they market the game. Now he's straight vanilla. There's nothing overly interesting about Mike Trout other than that. He's really, 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 really good at baseball. He likes but, the weather. What's that?
0: He likes the weather, and he's a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. So he's got okay, it
1: okay, great. So he's he's into uh, uh, astrological. Uh, that's not that's not the weather. He's into he's he's into atmospheric. Thank you, pressure and uh, and and temperature readings, which is which is great. Uh, yep. You know you know weather is something that is t- is talked about every day. But the the point being that if if that dude walked down the street in in most cities, if not all cities in the United States of America, uh, no one would know who the hell he is. So, uh, you know, when you're coming out of this and you're looking for good publicity, maybe it's not him, but I, there's something that baseball, uh, you know, make the on-field product better and then actually use your talent to promote the game better would be something I would be thinking about if I was in Rob Manfred shoes uh, coming out of this because you need some, some positive, some juju right now outside of Robert Murray, just crushing free agency, which takes me to Freddie Freeman, Braves, Dodgers, Yankees. What do you got on Freeman? So
0: before we get to Freeman, I want to talk about a tremendous quote here from Jerry DePoto. All right. um, Cause you know, he's the king of roster moves and whatnot. And he was on the radio just now. And he said, and I quote, I woke up this morning, ready to transact. <laughs> okay, that's, <laughs> that's I don't know. I, I thought that was great, but uh He's, that guy is a madman. But Freeman, I think the Yankees are in third. Um, I so the Dodgers are going to be if if he leaves Atlanta, the Dodgers are the team I'm watching for. He grew up in that area. Um, can slide right in at first base, and they can move Max Muncie to second base. And I've had a source who knows, like with direct knowledge, say that Muncie actually prefers second base to first base, um, and So he would end up. You could already tell right then and there he'd be very gung ho with with signing Freeman and going to second. Um, So Braves, they're going to end up being in on this until the very end because they can't let Freeman go without giving an effort because Alex Anthopoulos and that front office would get crushed if they did if they did that. But um, I'm going to imagine right now. My guess. I'm going to give you a prediction here. Is that Freeman signs with the Dodgers? Um, and that the Braves end up trying, like they end up going for, uh, for Olsen with, uh, with the A's. That's going to end up being my guess because was, there was a lot of talk about that before the, the lockout here.
1: Interesting. Um, that would be a shame. You just won the World Series. You are an Atlanta Brave through and through. You should finish your career in Atlanta. I'm a romantic. That's what I'd like to see. Uh, I do wonder if the Braves get a little bit more creative if he does leave and, and perhaps you go at a guy whose market is all over the place. I'm going to keep on bringing him up ad nauseum, which is Chris Bryant, because uh, he certainly could slide in and play some first base and it would give you flexibility to move around the diamond. Yeah, Wouldn't be necessarily a bad, a bad play there. Trevor, no. st- Trevor Story? The Mariners are the team that I heard, and they had made
0: an offer to Story before the lockout. I don't know what that offer was but it clearly was not enough for him to take it. Um, Teams view him as a cheaper alternative to Carlos Correa. And I would imagine the floor for him is going to end up being Javier Baez's $140 million deal. Um, So look for him to try to aim for something higher than that. But he's running into the same issue that Correa is, is that I don't think there's going to be any team that is all in on him. If there is, I bet you it's going to end up being the Mariner that's more of That's more of a hunch than it is a report. Um, But I saw something from Ryan Divish um, before the lock or during the lockout actually, that the Mariners could end up trading Adam Frazier um, before he even plays a game there. And then signing Chris Bryant and Trevor story. Well, that, that fits into the Jerry DePoto's quote of, I woke up this morning, ready to transact like that would be, I would be ready to term Jerry DePoto, big balls DePoto uh, if he ends up pulling that off. So let's, let's save that in a the notebook there. Did
1: you hear that Jerry DePoto? You could be called big balls DePoto right here on the baseball insider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great content is what that
0: is. Carm. Let's we, we should trademark that before it takes off.
1: Tremendous opportunity. All right. I want to wrap up with, with two more guys. Mm-hmm. One is Clayton Kershaw. Yep. Does he do the romantic Dodger ending or are you expecting something different?
0: It's going to be Dodgers, Rangers, or retirement. And I don't think he retires. I had somebody with the Rangers predict today that they get him. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, that was one of their first phone calls in free agency. And that, it's a really good fit for him because he's close to home for him. They need right. a spot on the rotation. Um, he's familiar with the organization with Chris Woodward now with Corey Seager there, so he's like he's going to know some of his surroundings and his people around him. Um, and the Dodgers are—they're um, going to end up being in. I think they're going to. He's not going to end up being their top priority. I think it's going to end up being um, Freeman. It's going to be in Joe Kelly. A lot of people are predicting that Kelly returns to the Dodgers. By the way, um, I have. I'll give you more on the the reliever market at some point here in the in a little bit, but. Um, but I, I, my guess is he hasn't gone to the Rangers.
1: No, go ahead. Let's let's hear what you what's 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 flowing around in, in reliever world. So
0: I have this list of teams, and this is not a full list by any means, but this is a list of teams that I have heard that are in the relief market: the Cubs, the Brewers, the Reds, the White Sox, the Twins, Giants, Tigers, Pittsburgh, Angels, Minnesota. Toronto, Boston, Kansas City, um, and the Cardinals. So that is all teams that I know are in talks with relievers at this point.
1: Half the league is looking for bullpen help.
0: I'm I'm shocked it's not more. That's there's got to be more. I mean, every team is looking for bullpen help. All
1: right, Um, that's what I got for you, Carm. No, no, that was uh, that was fascinating, Bert. You're and sure. I'll I'll give you this one
0: too. So there's a lot of teams that I mean, obviously you have Kenley Johnson, Joe Kelly, Ryan Tapera, like guys like that. But there's a lot of teams who are trying to hone in on uh, the veteran relievers on NRI deals uh, rather than big league deals. I've, I've heard there's a ton of teams trying to corner that market so far um, and trying to be aggressive in adding those kind of players. So far, none of them have budged, but Um, Wouldn't be shocked if that ends up happening here.
1: On what kind of deals?
0: NRI, so it's like a non-roster invite.
1: A non-roster invite, okay. I got to work on my terminology. NRI, non-roster invite, right? I, yep. Let's take a flyer on someone. It's one of the great traditions of spring training, which, by the way, uh, started today, and uh, we've got games on March. (laughs) If I haven't mentioned, there's games March 17th, which is awesome. All right, I lied. we will do two more guys, uh, and then we'll. When do you think we'll be back at this? Cause we're having a special recording on Friday, but when do you, when do you anticipate that these moves are going to come fast and furious? Cause there's obviously not a lot of time for the season.
0: Yeah. I tweeted yesterday that the free agent market is going to be pandemonium at the start. And it may not seem that way publicly, but behind the scenes, it has been that way. And these teams have been negotiating fast and furious with agents. And I've heard some stories from multiple different people of already like stressed and tense negotiations where there's been swearing and like some yelling, um, which uh, hearing that kind of stuff is just baseball is back. But I would imagine we're going to, uh, we'll see some deals this weekend for sure. Um, but I would imagine there's going to be in like a, a decent amount of flurry around like the Monday to Wednesday mark or sometime even just next week. First um,
1: biggest name to sign. Freddie Freeman. Ready Freeman to the Dodgers is your first big is 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 Bert's first big move. That is right, indeed. Okay, Nick Castellanos. If you would have asked me this before the lockout, I'd have said the Marlins.
0: Like that, I thought that was destined to happen. Um, And then Derek Jeter left, and then there was instantly reports that they were going to try to cut payroll by about ten to fifteen million. Um, So that to me. rules the marlins out i think they're going to be much more unlikely than they were at the beginning um actually I have, i'll have i have my notes right here let me look at them real quick so i have my information correct
1: um i've got marlins padres mariners rangers phillies red Sox, and braves
0: i will say the rangers are unlikely on that list okay braves, I, I think are unlikely too. phillies phillies actually have a shot there was a report today from john hayman um that uh Bryce Harper' is trying to court his boy Chris Bryant to Philadelphia. yep, um I th- think the Mariners are unlikely Padres. they have interest, but they I don't think that's gonna
1: be in like their top play. Um, that hmm. I think the Rockies
0: are a team to watch there actually. They're like, I heard them pretty, like, Schwarber is somebody that they love. Um, And I got to imagine they'll be in on a guy like Castellanos, too.
1: Whoever gets uh, Nick Castellanos is going to enjoy having Nick Castellanos. Guy's a great competitor. Uh, Yeah, he's not a great outfielder, but he can play the outfield. Hit to the top of your order. I'm a big Castellanos fan. Michael Conforto has been tied to the White Sox a ton. Uh, um, He's also been tied loosely to the Royals, Phillies, Rangers, Padres. I don't think he's going back to the Mets. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're
0: exactly right. I think the White Sox are a team I'm for sure watching. Uh, That was one of the first fits I heard in free agency, actually, was White Sox and Conforto. Um, Mets return, to me, seems unlikely. As I said before, they like Schwarber. I heard they actually won a left-handed bat. Conforto is... I'm trying. There's there's one team that I I thought of. Um, just slipped my mind. Um, I'll just say right now that I think that a return to the Mets is unlikely. That that market is there's some concerns there um, throughout the league. I can't get into what those are, but uh, teams have questions. Um, so. I'm I'm very curious to see what this market looks like and whether he has to settle for a short-term deal rather than a long-term deal here.
1: All right. You've got Schwarber with the Phillies, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, Kyle Schwarber also tied to the Blue Jays. White Sox, that doesn't make any sense. Cubs, I highly doubt it. Brewers, Red Sox, Yankees, Nationals. With
0: the yeah, because the Brewers actually had an interest in Schwarber last year. Um, I had not heard them connected there at all um, this year, though. Um, I will say, like, to add another free agent nugget, I know before the lockout, the Padres and the Dodgers were interested in Nelson Cruz. Um, wouldn't shock me if the Brewers got involved there. I could, I could actually see that. Um, but I guess we'll have to see. But free agency is definitely heating up. My phone is is uh it's charged i got coffee ready so it's gonna be another 17 hour and one minute day on my phone car Let, let's get it baby
1: let's let's get it Bert. i hear the dinging going off so you get to business we'll be back early next week with massive updates baseball insiders smiling from ear to ear today as baseball is back we at least at some point told you don't sweat this don't it's not gonna be a big deal baseball's not in trouble it's no no one's going away they'll parents fight they'll figure it out and and they've they figured it out they got her done april 7th opening day it's still going to be 40 degrees in chicago and uh, uh it might be 50 in kansas city so um, it's, it'll be it'll be right on time for baseball to start right when it, it'll feel very very normal Bert, great work can't wait to see you next week buddy i appreciate you Kram. i'll
0: see you next week and hopefully we have more science to talk about I'm, and i'm sure we will Hit that
1: that subscribe button, tell a friend, put a review. We love you. The Baseball Insiders with Baseball Back, saying goodbye.
0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.